Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together where you can align mind and heart. Today's topic is letting go of our perfectionist tendencies and I'm going to tell you something which is very, very personal. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? This week I've been inspired to write by my own experience, especially because I had to make a decision regarding the weekly podcast. Stay tuned, please, till the end, where I will tell you what conclusion I had to arrive at. If you are new to the podcast, you might not know that I started writing my weekly free subscription blogs more than two years ago quite a lot more than two years ago, really. A few months later, my husband arrived at home and he gave me a microphone to encourage me to switch to podcast format. It's been quite an adventure to come out of my shell first, to share my knowledge and my experience online and openly. And it's been quite challenging, challenging sorry, to give my voice to the podcast. At the same time, seeing how new subscribers and followers jumped on board on the three platforms that this material is offered and released has been really rewarding. And to be honest, the work behind content production is to say the least meticulous. I start toying with an idea, I take down notes from my knowledge and experience, and then I do research on each topic in order to enrich the material and to be as objective as possible. That is done in the pre-podcast version. Then the podcast is recorded, the audio is edited, and a lot of other things that are related to audio editing and the web, which I delegate, and which makes it possible for every podcast to get to you every week. And I always tell you that I'm a recovering perfectionist. I think I'm almost healed, but sometimes this tendency makes its appearance and the podcast is not exempt from this. How does all this translate into practice? When perfectionism kicks in, my notes are never ending because I want to include as much information as possible in the podcast. I spend many more hours than usual doing research. And when I finally have a version that I more or less like, I spent excessive long hours writing it only to realize that it's too long, too serious and too detailed. And it's heartbreaking. It's not easy to work so hard to have to do away with entire sentences and ideas that I love, but which I have to discard because I need to leave the most important concepts. And Fortunately, I have learned to take a deep breath and start over if it's necessary. Because sometimes it's easier to start all over again than to do patchwork, you know, and to delete things and write new, shorter versions. And I also know that it's not about offering something academic or boring, but something lighter that can add value to you. So that's when my perfectionist 
self gives in to the more compassionate and more mature self. The perfectionist in me still rambles a bit, but the adult in me suits her, validating everything she has been putting into the work. My wiser self usually reminds my inner perfectionist that this has to reach you and not the unrealistic standards that she has set out to get or to reach. The weeks where the perfectionism in me takes over are fewer and fewer. Most of the time, I'm super relaxed. I do some interesting work with the client or observe something in my own life. I take down notes. I read a bit more about the topic. And in a day or two, voila, the podcast is ready. But it still takes one or two days. The key in me is to be calm, to be mindful, and to be connected to my body. If I just stay on my mental space or in my mental space, there is a rupture with my heart and my spirit. The writing doesn't feel good enough and I become highly self-critical. It's awful. And to tell you the truth, the need to release the podcast is the thing that shakes me when I'm in the trance of perfectionism and I become more pragmatic. Otherwise, you know, I would be entangled in my perfectionist tendencies. So I'm going to share with you some traits people with perfectionist tendencies have. And I'm going to ask you to see if they resonate with you because this is a way to become aware and then maybe overcome these tendencies with a few things I'm going to mention here and doing the work on yourself. So number one is quality standards that are far from realistic. I always insist on the fact that on a scale from one to 10, an ambitious person can, can aim at 10, but a perfectionist will try to do everything to get to 15 or 20. And the perfectionist has burned out to get to any possible place. Number two, fear of making a mistake. And I'd like to underscore here the word fear. The perfectionist is afraid of making mistakes and of not passing a self-imposed exam. In addition, they are also afraid of the external world's disapproval. So they can't stand not doing things perfectly between inverted commas. Because perfectly or perfect or whatever word related to perfection uh, don't exist. However, we need to learn that every fall is an opportunity to learn. Number three, ruthless inner critic. Oh my gosh, this is so familiar. By this, I'm referring to that inner voice that tells the perfectionist person that they are a failure, that they are not good enough, that they are short of this or that quality, among many other things. So this voice is terrible because it can discourage and even paralyze anyone, to be honest, anyone listening to that voice. Number four, resistance to change. Many times, the very idea of pushing beyond the known and risking, risking not doing things perfectly, again, perfectly between inverted commas, scares perfectionists so much that they prefer to stay with the warmth of the familiar. And instead of diving into the creative process, they leave it for later when, between in inverted commas, the perfect moment arrives. 
And as I have already said, the perfect moment does not exist. The important thing is to dare, to do one's best, let go and trust. And as I shared in one of my Instagram posts last week, I don't remember if it was a Monday or Wednesday, we should always start before we feel we are ready because a perfectionist will never feel he or she is ready. They are always going to feel they need more certificates, more training to be younger, to be a little bit older, um, to get more acknowledgement, uh, you name it. So start before you are ready. Number five, victimization or feeling offended in the face of constructive criticism. Uh, this is not something that is true for me, but I have seen many perfectionists suffer because perfectionism brings about a lot of stress. It's like having a very tight fist. That tight fist is your brain. And it is likely that when someone points out something about your work, the perfectionist in you ends up feeling hurt and unconsciously starts playing the victim, saying things like, how dare you with all the sacrifice I make? Cannot you see? all the things I'm doing here, you know? So perfectionists have a tendency to take things too personally. So if you feel identified, try to treat yourself with self-compassion, with kindness, and start talking to yourself with the same love that someone wise and caring would talk to you. Try to be more flexible, to be more tolerant with yourself, and you will see how little by little you start overcoming your perfectionism. And now, what I wanted to tell you. Because of all this, all the things that I have been sharing in today's podcast, I have decided to release the podcast twice a month. I've listened to my most lucid self and I have come to the conclusion that I'm going to serve you better by meeting every 15 days. I would love to continue doing the weekly podcast, but although you may not know this, it is not the only thing I do. I have my work with my private clients, the classes I teach at university, my volunteer work at, a, at an NGO, my writing for Psicología y Mente magazine, you know, the link I usually share with you. And I need to recover my free time at weekends because sometimes I'm indoors writing and catching up on time that I couldn't find during the week because I wear too many hats. I need to be able to write without the pressure of launching weekly. I'm eager to focus on the process, on the creative process, and not on the goal of doing the podcast once a week. And I am positive honestly, that you will also enjoy being able to integrate the content of each podcast with more time in between. So I hope my experience helps you give yourself permission to be more human and oh my god, my eyes are wet right now. I'm touching my heart. Thank you so much for being there. Thank you for helping me grow. Thank you for pushing me to reflect and taking care of my well-being together with yours. We're going to be together as usual, but now we're going to be together every two weeks or bi-weekly. I'm sending you a big hug and until next podcast.